worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with, to begin with, in the book of Romans, Romans chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal, by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the, by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Lord, thank you once again for the wonderful privilege we have of being able to come to you in prayer each and every day. Thank you for being our Heavenly Father who always, always, always has a listening ear for the prayers of his children. What a privilege and an honor and a blessing it is for us to be able to walk with you every day, to be vessels through which you can reach and draw people off the road to hell, on the road to eternal life. Fill us anew with your spirit and stir us to be a people of compassion who daily live so that daily you can reach by your spirit and draw people to the Lord Jesus Christ and show the world passionately what your love looks like. Thank you for the opportunity to be yielded vessels such as that every day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. 
Isaac Jackson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Hey, Father, thank you so much for these moments. And Father, uh, I just come in agreement with Pastor Joseph that, that you'd grow us in prayer. Father, I ask that you would teach us to pray, that we would rely on depending on communicating with you more and more every day, that, that we'd spend our time interacting with you as Jesus is the risen Savior. He is alive and he is here with us, Father. Thank you so much for being present. Thank you so much for being the good teacher. Thank you for so much for being the light uh, to our feet and the, the lamp to our path. Father, thank you so much for being the greatest guy that we could ever have. Um, in your holy name, amen. 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 Thank you, Isaac. And thank you for being a part of our listening family. I'd like to say a word of thanks to all of our listeners. You know, we pretty regularly get good response to our uh, sharing of articles as uh, ministry and discipleship tools, and we're glad to share them with you, and we get good response. And so as we continue to do that, we encourage you, please remember the goal is that you'll have it as a tool. Just simply request the art, the given article, and you can keep it as a tool for your own spiritual growth, a tool to to do um, discipleship within your own family. But also remember the goal is that you'll always forward them and share them with family and friends, saved and unsaved individuals, coworkers, others, because it's easy to email tools like this that can be life-changing insofar as in the way the Holy Spirit will use them. So we're glad to partner with you in that regard. I want to take time now to briefly share an, an, art, an additional article. Again, they are, are found at the AFA stand at afa.net. This one is entitled God's Word, Medicine for All the Ills of Life. Again, that title, God's Word, Medicine for All the Ills of Life. Proverbs 4, 20 through 22 My son, attend to my words, incline your ear to my words. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those that find them and medicine to all their flesh. Again, Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. Then Psalm 107, verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Again, Psalm 107, verse 20. Then Psalm 103, verse 3. Who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all all your diseases. Then Isaiah 26, verse 3, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Again, Proverbs 26, 3. And then Psalm 119, verse 130, The entrance of your words give light. In the Gospel of John, the Word of God tells us, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John chapter 1, verse 1. Because the Word of God is the Lord Jesus Christ, therefore the Word of God can heal a person completely, just like Jesus can heal a person completely. Again, Jesus is the Word of God. Why is this true? Because they are one and the same. Jesus, again, is the Word of God. The Word of God ministers to and nourishes your entire being. It does it in such a way that no one or nothing else can. To put it another way, God's Word is full of grace, light, and blessing. So when you spend time reading and meditating on the Word of God, the Word of God blesses your mind, body, and spirit like nothing else in life. The Word of God ministers to your entire being. As an individual reads and meditates on God's Word, he or she is sitting in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and being blessed by Him. Our world is sick in so many ways. It's sick, distorted, dark and full of things that can that you can easily call 
ills in life. Too many struggle with hatred, anger issues, unforgiveness, bitterness, lust, greed, addictions, perversions, thoughts of suicide, and attempts at suicide. Many are sick spiritually, mentally, and in their physical bodies. The world is full of all kinds of illnesses or ills in life. Many people are ill in their minds, in their perspectives. They're ill in their way of thinking. Many are ill in the philosophies philosophies of life that they've chosen to live by and embrace. The Word of God is medicine for all the ills of life. It's the cure for so many of the maladies that exist in this world. So when a believer spends time reading and meditating on the powerful Word of God, he or she is spending time with Jesus. That person is spending time receiving the most powerful and effective medicine for good in their lives. Amongst other things, God's Word is medicine to our entire being. The Word of God is medicine with no bad side effects. The Word is is medicine that literally ministers to every part of your being all at the same time. Also, God's Word is medicine that you can take as often as you want, and it will simply bless you more and more. You cannot overdose on the Word of God. The more you take it, the more it will bless you in your whole life. What is the cure for all the ills of life? The matchless Word of God. So let's be wise enough to take God's Word in large doses every day. A good goal for the reading of God's Word is reading and meditating on at least three chapters in God's Word every single day. And if you decide that's not enough, wonderful. Again, you can't overdose on the powerful, wonderful Word of God. And remember, if you read three chapters a day, your life will be much healthier and a much more blessed life. Finally, be mindful that the first step toward becoming healed and whole in life is is inviting Jesus Christ into your life to be your Lord and Savior. If you wish to make this important step in your life, would you, from your heart, simply pray this prayer with us, even right now? Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I recognize that I've sinned and done wrong in many ways. Lord, I repent of all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. I do believe that you died on the cross to pay for my sins. I believe that three days later you rose from the dead so that I could be saved. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. You said in your word, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my whole life for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, the title of that article is God's Word, Medicine for All the Ills of Life. And if you're someone who just prayed and gave your life to Christ, we want to connect with you. Once again, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We do want to share with you some literature and some uh, resources that will help you to begin to grow up and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. So again, please email us, joseph at afr.net. And if you want to get a copy of the article that we shared, the title again, God's Word, Medicine for All the Ills of Life. Again, that title, God's Word for Medicine, God's Word, Medicine for All the Ills of Life. We hope to hear from you. We would be glad to get the article to you. 
Again, you're listening to the Hour of Intercession. And keep in mind, too, that we appreciate all of you, and we're glad to share with you every time you do email us to get copies of articles that we do share. We are very blessed and honored to have as our phone guest today, uh, Pastor Roger and Sister Barbara Maddox. Um, they oversee the ministry Oasis International Ministries. Pastor Roger and Sister Barbara, how are you all today? We are doing good, and we're very grateful. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us on the broadcast today. I'm going to ask if you all would take time, if you would, to introduce introduce yourselves a little further so our listeners know a little bit, little bit about you and about Oasis International Ministries. And um, one particular aspect of your testimony we're wanting to sort of focus on today, and we may, we'll probably have to, of course, have to finish on the other side of the break. But if you all would go ahead now and just begin to introduce yourselves for to our listeners, please. Okay, we are Roger and Barbara Maddox. We live in a town named Poto, Oklahoma. That's P-O-T-E-A-U. It's French for post. And um, we've lived here a number of years. We have pastored churches. I have traveled as an evangelist. I worked for a few years for the National Office of the Assemblies of God. And then we formed Oasis International Ministries, and uh, now we're a part of that. I am the president, and uh, Barbara is the uh, secretary-treasurer, and we have other board members. Uh, A lot of what we do, uh, we have churches and pastors in America that partner with us, and uh, some business and friends, others um, that come along, just say, we want to help you do what you're doing. And one of our great thrusts is in West Africa. Uh, We support orphanages. Uh, Psalms 27 and 10 says, when my mother and my father forsakes me, then my God will take care of me. Pastor Roger, I'm going to have to jump in right here. We'll pick up right there on the other side of the break. Our phone guests today are Pastor Roger and Barbara Maddox. We'll be right back. Feels like we're the spirit of the Lord. 
music of Life Church with Where the Spirit of the Lord Is. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guests today are Pastor Roger and Sister Barbara Maddox of Oasis International Ministries. Pastor Roger, if you'll pick up where you left off before the break, please. Yes, as I was stating, we do uh, work with missionaries or with uh, orphanages. And we build them water wells, we buy food, we buy help educate, medicate, etc. We just shipped a 40-foot container of goods over there uh, for that and for other projects for the village people that have nothing. Uh, one of the things that we were there just before Christmas, so we did a Christmas party and uh, told them we were going to have minerals, that's a soda pop, and biscuits, that's a cookie, and uh, pizza. And they had no idea what pizza was. They had never had a slice of pizza or heard of it. And um, so we fed them all the pizza. I said, eat until you can't take another bite. And they even took some, wrapped it up so they would have a snack that night. And uh, so that's one of our projects. We drill water wells. And every well we dedicate it and share Christ from John 4, that the living water, and we have 30 to 50 people saved at every dedication of the wells. And oftentimes, then, the chief will ask us to build a church in their village. Mm. And that's another thing we do. We've built 84 churches over there. Our goal is to build 24 and 24. That's a lofty goal, mm-hmm. but God is able. Amen. And uh, then also, we support pastors to go to Bible school. And uh, uh, here in just a couple of months, the classes will begin. It's $800 for a pastor to go, and we do a scholarship uh, to the pastor that will come and get his training to be a pastor because of their background is all different religions. Mm-hmm. So we do pastoral training, and then we credential them. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing that we do, we have helped Brother Jimmy Swaggard uh, hand out over 50,000, I think it's about 52,000, of his expositor study Bibles mm-hmm. in Africa. Okay. And uh, we partner with this ministry doing that. We just did a container of 12,500 in uh, December mm-hmm. while I was there. So you, and you, so, you travel to and from Africa pretty regularly, is that yes, what you said? Yes, back and forth when I have projects. And then I have people there that work with our ministry, and if a church is under construction, the building, I have trained uh, what I call my African son, David Adamampa, and he's better now than I am at it, and I'm mm. too old, so he keeps the work goings when we're here. Mm. And okay. uh, we just love, it's a very rewarding ministry. The people are very grateful. Uh, if, if you give them a pair of shoes, if you give them a man a necktie, mm-hmm. if you gave a lady a brooch or a a pen or any jewelry or a, a scarf or a blouse or a dress. Mm-hmm. They're, they're so grateful. Mm-hmm. Mm. They're very grateful people. Well, Pastor uh, Maddox, I'm going to ask if you and Sister Maddox, would you take a, a moment now to pray for our listeners to hear and receive what the Lord would have them receive? You know, as you share about the ministry, uh, there are probably many who may feel impressed to the Lord to become intercessors to pray with you, many who may feel led to become intercessors and financial supporters as well. But there may be others who the Lord's calling them possibly to do some of the same kind of work that you're doing 
maybe overseas, maybe here in the U.S. So would you pray, would the two of you pray for the Lord to speak to everyone's heart clearly what they're wanting to receive through the broadcast today? Yes. Uh, Barbara is going to pray. Okay. Uh, She's going to pray right now. All right. Father, we come to you today asking you to bless this interview and this uh, radio program. I pray that you would touch not only our hearts, but those of the listeners, the ears that they would hear and the hearts that they would receive your word and be drawn closer to you. In some way, let our words today and our prayers touch the hearts of men and women, boys and girls who are listening today. Use us for your glory. Amen. Amen. Pastor, I'm going to pray uh, also. Father, I just pray today that you would touch everyone that is listening to help them to realize, as Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, you have a plan for their life. You're using us in Africa, and it would be wonderful to have more people to join us, Lord, as you call them. But you have called everybody to some form of service and ministry to reach out to the lost. And I pray today that you would help them realize their place, their calling, their gifting, and that they would trust you to use them with the talents and the gifts that you have blessed them with. And so, Father, I would pray today that you would touch hearts of people who would pray for us, because it is so vital and important for us as we travel and as we go back into what's called the bush and uh, out into the, the rough parts of, the, of, of Africa that you would protect and preserve us. And we need people that will stand with us in prayer. And, Father, I ask you to touch hearts, to pray, to support us financially, and to just come alongside of us and say, I'm going to help you in whatever way I can. And we just say thank you, Lord, for everybody that does that. Thank you for those that are listening that will respond to your call for their life in whatever way and whatever ministry that you would have them to do. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And Father, to thank you, you know, for Pastor, Pastor Roger a as well. To so many. Go ahead. Father, we thank you for Pastor Roger and Sister Barbara, and thank you for the Oasis International Ministry and the work that you're doing through them. And thank you for the privilege of having them on the broadcast today. Father, anoint their ministry with a mighty, mighty, mighty anointing. And Lord, raise up me, just as Pastor Roger mentioned, raise up many intercessors that will come alongside them and pray for them consistently. Raise up people that would financially support them and raise up people who you're calling to do the same kind of thing in other places. Help us to know, Lord, that every one of us is called to full-time ministry. Help us to live that way and to follow each and every day. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor Roger, again, I want to let you uh, finish what you wanted to share there, but we're going to take a little bit of a turn because we wanted to hear a very powerful testimony that you and your wife had to share uh, about the life issue. But please go ahead and finish what you were sharing at at this point. Well, you know, it's wonderful to build a church for a group that's meeting under a tree Mm. or that is renting some little room and uh, they can't fit in there. And so 
building them a church is a great blessing, and it'll be there till Jesus returns because we use concrete and steel uh, with our constructions. And uh, helping a child at the orphanage, just sharing the love of Christ with them, all of the, the things that we do is just to be God's hand extended. And uh, Barbara often says, we just want to turn the light on anywhere there's darkness, mm-hmm. the light of Jesus Christ. Amen. And uh, one of the main reasons that you want us to come and we wanted to come on today is to share a testimony that we have. Mm-hmm. And Barbara will do most of the talking here because it was her. Uh, we had two boys. And uh, one, she was pregnant with uh, another son, and the doctors told her she had to have an abortion. Mm. And uh, I want Barbara to share that story and that testimony with you now. Okay. Pastor Joseph. Yes. Good to have you on, Sister Barbara, as well. Thank you. I first want to read a scripture found in Psalms 121 and verse number 7. It says, The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. That's a pretty powerful scripture. Mm-hmm. My story began in 1977. Uh, I became ill and ended up in the doctor's office with then the hospital for some tests. <clears throat> they told me that I more than likely had cancer. Now, that's been 40-something years ago, so um, you didn't hear cancer as often then as you do now. But uh, they did some biopsies of my lungs, and uh, we were sent home to wait uh, for almost three months for the outcome of those biopsy tests. And um, they told me that it was likely cancer. But the test came back that it was a disease called histoplasmosis. And I like to have never learned to say that. But it is a a lung disease that um, spores of a fungus from um, birds, birds, pigeons, pigeons, chickens, chickens. those type animals uh, can get into your body and cause problems. In the part of the country where we live, they say most people here have had contact with that fungus, but it lays dormant in their body. But in my case, it became active and actually ate cavities in my lungs where the x-rays would show there were holes in my lungs. So my oxygen was not getting into my lungs, and I was near death into the blood. and into the bloodstream. So... I uh, became pregnant during that time, and I had not been warned that the medications and the disease itself could be uh, dangerous to myself and my unborn child. And on my visit to my gynecologist, who was a Christian, by the way, uh, he said, Barbara, I am a Christian, and I do not believe in abortion, but medically, I must advise you to have an abortion with this child because your body cannot, uh, can barely keep you alive and it sure cannot, uh, you cannot give birth to a child. 
And uh, if I chose to to not have the abortion, they said it would surely take my life and the life of my child. So I left his office crying out to God. I had two sons already at home that needed their mother. Yet I have been raised in a Christian home all my life and have been taught nothing but to trust God. And I knew that God does all things well. That's a favorite phrase of mine because doesn't matter what you face, he does do all things well, and mm-hmm. he turns bad into good. That's right. <clears throat> I got home, and Roger was there with the other boys, and I was still weeping, and I told him what the doctor had said. But I said, we're not going to have an abortion. We're going to have a baby. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was facing uh, a long trip, uh, I did not know what the outcome was. I just knew that the outcome was in God's hands and not mine. I could not choose an abortion for my child. Mm-hmm. So for the next several months, I was in bed most of the time. I did not have the strength to uh, do anything. I, I mostly had to just rest and fight the infection that had got in my body. And um, <clears throat> I would go to doctor's appointments and to church, and that was just the extent of my getting out of my house. I I just had to trust God. Mm -hmm. And on May the 9th, 1978, I gave birth to a 10-pound, 1-ounce, 23-and-a-half-inch long baby boy. He was healthy. The doctor said I started to shake his hand instead of busting him. (laughs) Um, I was still sick and trying to recover, but God has been faithful. I am so thankful that I chose life for my son. He will be 46 years old in May. Praise God. When he was a child, approximately 11 years old. He said to us, I want to sing at church. And his dad said, okay, practice with your mom. So he would sing, and his little face would just be red as a beat because he couldn't. Um, He couldn't carry a tune, but he loved the Lord, and he wanted to do music for God. And in a little few weeks, he would say, Dad, I'm ready again. And Dad would say, have you practiced? Yes, Dad, I've practiced. I'm ready. But it didn't get better. And one morning he woke up getting ready for school and he came in the kitchen. He said, Mom, I had a dream last night. And I said, okay. And he said, I was in heaven. And music was just coming out of me. Sister Barbara, I'm going to have to jump in right here. We're going to pick up right there on the other side. Our phone guests today are Pastor Roger and Sister Barbara Maddox of Oasis International Ministries. We'll be right back.
Dancing Oyakan with amazing. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guests today are Pastor Roger and Sister Barbara Maddox of Oasis International Ministries. And Sister Barbara, if you'll pick up right where you left off, you were sharing about your your son. In spite of what the doctor said, you carried your son. He was born healthy, doing great. And if you'll pick up right where you left off as you were sharing about your son. Uh, he said to me when he was 11 that he had had a dream and gone to heaven and that music was pouring out of him. And he had such a desire to serve the Lord in ministry with music. I said, Rodney, we will just pray and uh, see what God does. And within a few months, he began to play instruments. He mm. plays everything he picks up. He started uh, with the French harp. And he plays saxophone, guitar, uh, keyboard, woodwinds, um, mm-hmm. piano, almost anything he touches he plays. Has a wonderful singing voice. He he will be 46 in May and is the father of four children. Mm-hmm. He pastors a growing Pentecostal church in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. He is uh, a businessman in the city where he uh, works and lives. He uh, has uh, business homes, uh, funeral homes mm-hmm. is his business. So he is in ministry with all of his life. So he preached his first sermon at the age of 17 and sang at his own wedding. Mm-hmm. Today, that boy is a blessing to all who know him. Mm-hmm. I'm very thankful that God gave me the strength because in myself, I could not have done this. I'm thankful for the strength that he gave me. The Bible says God has a plan for our lives, even when we're in our mother's womb. I mm-hmm. believe it. We can trust him to bring his plans to pass if we're just obedient to him. And I would like to close with this statement. I often say, what did this child do to deserve the death penalty? Mm-hmm. Thank you for interviewing me today. Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask... Joseph, yes, sir. Go ahead. I I want to say it took great faith for Barbara to go through this. Mm-hmm. And our faith in God is not in vain. 
That's right. Mm. I have my wife. We have our son. Praise God. We have our daughter-in-law, mm. and we have four wonderful grandchildren mm-hmm. and mm. a pastor of a church that the whole city knows and loves. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, we are just very grateful for what God did. Mm-hmm. And I want to say to any lady who is considering an abortion, know that God has a plan for your son, your daughter, your child. Mm-hmm. And I want to say another thing. Mm-hmm. Those that have had an abortion, God loves them, and he will forgive them. They can repent and be forgiven, get their life right with Jesus by receiving Jesus as their Savior, and I believe they can see their baby in heaven mm. that they aborted. Amen. And Amen. Uh, so we're grateful that you allowed us to share this testimony, and all glory goes to God. Mm. And I, I just want to pray for everybody that's been involved in abortion okay. and anybody that would consider an abortion. Okay, go right ahead. Father, I pray right now for every young lady, every person that's involved, the the young man. God, I pray that you would touch their heart to know that that baby is a creation that you are creating, God, and that you have a plan when that baby is born, you know what that baby will be and do. And I ask you to touch this young lady to know that God would take her child and make that child a blessing to everyone who knows that child. And I pray you would give them grace and strength to carry through and give birth to a baby and not have an abortion. And I pray for those that have had abortions, Lord. I pray that they would come to you and receive forgiveness and they would receive Jesus as their Savior, and that when they pass, they can see their baby in heaven. We thank you, Lord, for comfort, strength, for forgiveness of our sins, and for dying on the cross for every one of us. And we say thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And Father, I do thank you for uh, Pastor uh, Roger and Sister Barbara Maddox. Thank you, Lord, for the powerful, powerful testimony and journey you had in the moment through which they were able to glorify you, keep their baby, and their son is now living and serving you. Thank you for the wonderful testimony. Lord, thank you for the the masterpiece you made out of their lives as they've served you as a family and are serving you today, both as servants of the Lord Jesus Christ, carrying the gospel to the world, to Africa and other parts of the world. And thank you, Lord, for again giving Sister Barbara and Pastor Roger the courage to stand for life and to stand for their child rather than giving in to the tragic, poor advice that was given to probably a well-meaning but misinformed doctor who didn't hear from your Holy Spirit. Lord, you told us in your word, choose life that you and your children may live. Help us to know, Lord, that that's always your command. It's an eternal command to choose life. Father, more and more, raise up the church to be the strong and bold voice for life the world needs to hear. Stir the church to recognize that we are here for such a time as this to be your voice to help the world know that the killing of babies 
innocent babies needs to stop. It needs to end. And Lord, stir us as the church in this nation and the world to be bold and in love, speak the truth so that people will know that it's never your will, that a child's life would be taken. Help us to know, Lord, that abortion, which is tragically another word for child murder, is always wrong. And help us to know, Lord, that Yes, we want to offer the wonderful forgiveness that you provide because you told us in your word, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Lord, for every woman and man who've gone down that road, help them to know, Lord, that clearly you offer forgiveness freely. If they'll confess it, repent of it, and ask for your forgiveness, as well as receive Christ as Lord and Savior. Lord, more and more, help us, Lord, to be about your business in standing for life and standing against the tragedy of abortion in our nation. And help us, Lord, by your grace and your power to bring legalized abortion to an end in our nation. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Well, again, our time is just... Yes, sir. Our time is almost gone. We have just a few more minutes. Go right ahead. If Anything further you'd like to share before we end our time today? Okay. If anyone would want to partner with our ministry, okay. I can give our phone number and our address. Okay, yes, uh, where please people do. Partner with us. Um, our phone number is 918-839-0851. Okay. And the last four is 0851. And our address is Oasis. International Ministries, Post Office Box 31, Poto, Oklahoma, 74953. And if they'd like to contact us for prayer or uh, just to partner with us, I received a call uh, from California here a while back, and a lady said one of your faithful prayer warriors passed this morning early. And I thought how he, she said every night that man prayed for you, and we're grateful for that. So thank you for anyone that would want a partner. And we are grateful that I have my wife, and we have our son, and God has a, had a plan for his life. Mm. Well, again, thank you all so much for taking the time to come on the broadcast and share your, the, the powerful testimony and testimonies that you've shared as well. And again, keep up the great work that you're doing in serving the Lord. Share your contact information one more time. Uh, Oasis Ministries, Post Office Box 31, Poto, that's P-O-T-E-A-U, Oklahoma, 74953. And I am Roger D. Maddox on Facebook. And we have Oasis International Ministries on Facebook as well, and they can contact us through that. And I want to say thank you for American Family Radio. I've listened to you, your radio programs for years. I think, what are you, 50 years now? And uh, I've listened when we travel constantly and in the car, the truck, I'm listening to you. And so thank you for your your work that you do every day. All right. Well, thank you all so much again for uh, coming on and sharing your powerful testimony. And, and it certainly 
We're just believing, God, that many individuals, women and men, have been touched powerfully by the testimony because we live in a society where so many times people think they have all kinds of reasons why in their minds it's okay to abort. But the reality is there are no reasons that are good because every life is from the hand of God, and we need to be mindful of that. So thank you again for sharing the powerful, powerful testimony that you shared. And please keep up the great work as you serve the Lord any and everywhere, Africa and everywhere else, the Lord calls you to as well, all right? Thank you, Pastor Parker. God bless you. Amen. Amen. And our encouragement is that every listener would pray much for Pastor and Sister Maddox and pray for Oasis International Ministries. Hope that you'll do that. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, uh, we shared earlier in the broadcast, but we want to do it once again at the end as we normally do. If you are listening today, and you've never made the eternally important decision of inviting Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior, today is a good day, a wonderful day to be saved. If you'd like to make that step, would you right now from your heart pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong. I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for every wrong thing I've ever done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In your word, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my whole life for you. Help me to read your word every day. Help me to pray every day. Help me to live what I learned from your word faithfully every day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're very much wanting to connect with you. Once again, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We would like to very much share with you some literature and resources that will help you to begin to grow up and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Please get in touch with us once again. Joseph at AFR.net. We hope to hear from you. If you want to get a copy of the article we shared earlier, God's Word, Medicine for All the Ills of Life, same email, joseph at AFR.net. We'll be glad to share it with you. Uh, Pastor Roger and Sister Barbara Maddox, thank you all again for being with us. And one more time, if someone wants to get in touch with you, tell them how they can do that. Yes, and thank you for having us on to share this this powerful testimony. Yes, sir. Thank it's you. It's never right to abort a baby. That's it is right. always right to trust God. Amen. Our phone number is 918-839-0851. All right. Thank you so much. God bless. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.